She was number five on my year-end list for streaming, Kennedy. Mm-hmm. It was Taylor at number five for me. Number four was Noah Kahn. Kenny Chesney was number three. Goose was number two. And Bob Marley. Bob Marley's number one on my list, I think, like for a decade running. And for uh, albums, I had uh, Noah Kahn's Stick Season is my number one. And uh, Africa Unite, there's a new album from Bob Marley and the Wailers that was done by all African Afrobeats artists, like remixed his songs. Such a great album. Mm-hmm. If you have a chance, check it out. How about you? What'd you end up with on your year end? Oh, I had to change my password because there's no way that Spotify list was mine. <laughs> maybe <laughs> How an, many people maybe were you on your Spotify? Nobody that I know of, but Elton John was number one, then Billy Joel, Fleetwood Mac, Bee Gees, and ABBA. Mm-hmm. I don't listen is, to any of that. Right. That's wild. Yep. I was very disappointed. It's the Russian hackers. I'd be careful, Kennedy. <laughs> they got your Spotify playlist. Yeah, Igor really likes Elton John. I was very disappointed. Producer Dan, how about yours? My number one artist this year was actually Andy Grammer. Okay, that mm-hmm. surprises me. Honey, I'm good. Surprises me, too. I think I needed some positivity in my life this <laughs> yeah. year, and he's like a ray of sunshine. Really Nothing is. wrong with that. Needed some positivity. She's got the Hollywood hookup. Gossiping 24-7. It's the Dirty on the 30 with Kennedy. With Kennedy. Yeah. Dirty is a service of Shaw's and Star Market. Excuse me. On a new episode of the New Heights podcast, Travis and Jason Kelsey talked about Taylor Swift. We we were wondering if she might actually show up on said podcast since she's in the house where Travis does said podcast. Hmm. She did not. However, Hmm. the Chiefs Instagram account shared a post on Sunday congratulating Travis on his latest career milestone. He became the fastest tight end in NFL history to reach 11,000 receiving yards and the first Chief player to do it in franchise history. Um... Hundreds of thousands of people liked the post, but the one that stuck out was Taylor herself, and they thanked her. She liked an Instagram announcement from the Chiefs about you breaking this record. All right, now. Um, thanks, Tay. I appreciate you um, on the uh, Chiefs Chiefs page supporting. Kind of love the support. They do a segment on there, Kennedy, called Dumb Questions. And so they took a question of, uh, do they allow reporters in the locker room, and do they tell you if they're coming in or not? And they did a whole like sixty seconds on how hairy they were, and how hairy their butts were. <laughs> I was like, I love these guys. <laughs> wow, well, just keep your stories. Yeah, right there. they had Machine Gun Kelly on, and he offered Travis Kelsey five hundred thousand dollars to leave the Chiefs and come to Cleveland. <laughs> and he was like, Nah, it's not enough. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> not enough for that team. <laughs> Taylor has also been named Spotify's top global artist for 2023, and so she gave everybody else a gift. Releasing the track You're Losing Me from the vault on streaming services. Here's a little clip of that. Stop, you're losing me. I can't find a pulse. My heart won't start anymore for you. Cause you're losing me. The song was originally released on a CD that was only available during the Eras Tour stop in New Rutherford, New Jersey, which <laughs> That's is wild. so random. That's the right. deepest of cuts. It was put up for purchase as a digital single on her website. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the fans think it has to do with her breakup with Joe Alwyn. Right. Either way, she just keeps on giving, doesn't she? I, I saw also they, with that year-end list that Rihanna is number eight in 2023 for most streamed artists. She's not put out an album in almost a decade, and she is number eight. She did the Super Bowl, though, right? Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, mm-hmm. still, well, that's the bump, you think the that bump got you, the bump? The bump you get at Super Bowl is massive. Mm-hmm. Massive. Um, 
So I don't know if you guys watched The Golden Bachelor this season, but I have I have been charmed by Jerry. He was so adorable. I've brought you guys clips of him doing boomer things like leaving the light on at his phone or not being able to make right. FaceTime work. If you're unfamiliar with The Golden Bachelor, how would you put it on the back of a business card? It's The Bachelor with a 70-year-old man. <laughs> Good. So all the date nights start at 4.30 p.m. Maybe, but I'm here for that. Um, but his story was very heartwarming that he was a, a widower uh, that he hadn't dated since he married his since his, you know his wife was the only person he dated and then when she died he didn't date anymore and that he was truly looking for love and that he was a good and kind and wholesome man a more heartwarming version of the bachelor well, and oh. the hollywood reporter dug in and dug deep and found a whole bunch of stuff that jerry is not what he says he was he was described in the show as a retired restaurateur who hung up his career in 2006 however the last time he owned a restaurant was in 1985 Another claim that he hadn't dated in 45 years. He started dating a woman uh, just a month after his wife passed. They broke up in 2019 because he allegedly said she was too fat to take to his high school reunion. She says she gained 10 pounds. They were living together at the time, and he told her to get out. While she was packing, she fell down some stairs and ended up needing foot surgery. Even then, he wouldn't let her stay any longer. He made her go to a hotel. This woman who was speaking out was like, I didn't want to speak out. I didn't want to like be mm. the story, but... I can't watch it anymore. <laughs> so, but in any event, here the, we are. W- the, the reality shows. Why are we doing deep dives on people on reality shows? We know it's not real. We know th- it, this happens all the time. Yeah, I but why that, is it okay for them to lie to us and say one thing and do something else? But I think the story just, is what sold. Do you know right. what I mean? That he was a widow, they lost his wife. He was a wholesome guy with then a that goes on accent. The, and, that yeah. goes on the network then because they didn't do their due diligence. It was on The Bachelor producers well, for being toxic people. That, right, fran- that yeah. entire franchise. Thank you. Is yeah. garbage. Right. Yeah. I feel like they needed a win and they did not get it. Mm. And uh, last night was Christmas at Graceland. So many people performing. Alanis Morissette, John Legend, Casey Musgraves, Kane Brown, Lainey Wilson, Lana, De- Lana Del Rey. But Post Malone with Devil in Disguise was Chef's Kiss. Good. I did a, you know, I did one shift at uh, at Graceland at their Sirius XM channel on the uh, Elvis channel. I auditioned for mm-hmm. it, and I did like I don't know, it was like two hours or something there, and it was just so much fun because his fans are just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's just it's a, a very special place. It really is. Post Malone sounded great. Why he does did. he do all that to his voice? So much auto tune. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to his country album, and that's what I got. Carson. All right, thank you, Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041.